Welcome to the Landmark Apostolic Church Podcast. We hope that this message inspires you and brings impact to your life. Enjoy the message. While you're standing with me, Matthew chapter 18, I want to read just one verse of Scripture. Matthew chapter 18 and verse number 20. Matthew 18 and 20, Jesus says, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Would you read that with me? For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Amen. And I just want to talk to you from this title, Gathered Together. Gathered Together. Lord bless you this morning. You may be seated. So we have a, we have a promise here in the Word of God that where, wherever there is two or three that, that come together in his name, Jesus promises to be there in the, in the midst of them. Now, some people might read that verse and they, they'll say, well, Bryce, does that mean that if I'm all by myself, that, you know, that, you know, what, what is, does that mean he's not there, you know, if I'm all by myself? Well, of course not. You know, God also promises that he would never leave us nor forsake us. But scripture, Scripture talks over and over again about the power and the presence of God, the special presence of God that is with us as we gather in community with other believers. There's something powerful about the agreement of Christians who come together. There's something powerful about it. A church should be a group of people who commit to do life together, centered around God's Word, to pray for one another, be there for one another, support one another. That's what the church should be. In fact, I believe that every single one of us in this room, every single one of you here today, I believe that there is more greatness, there is more potential, there are more possibilities than you, in you, than you could ever imagine. I truly believe that. I believe that in, in you, in some of you, there is a ministry that God wants to pull out. I believe in some of you that there, there is a vision to make a difference in this world. And I believe that in all of you, there is greatness. There is God-ordained greatness. But the problem for, for so many people is that they are missing one thing. And that one thing that most people are missing is they are missing the right relationships in their life. They're missing the right relationships in their life. Here's a key thought for you. You'll never do all that God wants you to do without the right people around you. You'll never do all that God wants you to do without the right people around you. I promise you. You will never accomplish all that God wants you to accomplish 
without the right people around you. Now, you may say, well, Bryce, but you know what? You know, well, if, if I've just got God, isn't that enough? If you, if you look throughout Scripture, you're going to see that God uses God's people to bring about His purposes, and there is power in the family of God. I'm not saying that God isn't enough. I'm saying that the principles and how God works and how God moves and, and, and brings things to pass and brings th- has action, God uses God's people to do that. God uses God's people to accomplish that. Take from the beginning of the Bible all the way through, you'll see that that, that is consistently taught. If you go to the very beginning in Genesis, when Adam was all by himself, God said it's not good that man be what? Alone. Alone. It's not good that man be alone, so he created Eve. Why? So somebody could find his car keys and tell him how to drive whenever he's not driving well, right? (laughs) Just kidding. Because he can't do it himself, right? (laughs) If you look at Solomon, Solomon, Solomon said two are better than one. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath had anybody to help him up. Deuteronomy said that if one could put a 1,000 to flight, two can put 2,000 to flight, 10,000 to flight. In other words, two is not twice as good as one. Two is 10 times as good as one. Amen. And the, and the opposite is true as well. Not only can the right people propel you in the right direction, but the wrong people can take you in the wrong direction as well. Paul told the church in Corinth, he said, bad company or the wrong people will corrupt good morals or good character. So just for a moment, um, think with me. Think to yourself. Think about what are the most dominant voices in your life. Think about that. What are the most dominant voices? Think about your closest friends for for a moment. Who are the ones that you spend the most time with? You know, the old adage is, you know, show me your friends or I'll show you your future and you're the average of your five closest friends. So true. So true. Because if you want to see the potential in your life, look at the five most dominant relationships around you. Just look at them. And I believe that if you look at the five most dominant voices in your life, it will actually show you the trajectory of your life. It will show you where you are headed. Some people are like, man, that might be scary. That I think about my five dominant friends here. I don't really see an upward trend, maybe. <laughs> Somebody just look around who you're sitting beside. No, I'm just kidding. Nobody in here is going to affect you badly, right? But you can do that. You can do that in any area of your life. Let's let's say let's say that you work at, at, at your work and your closest friends, your five closest friends that they work with you and they let's just say they all hate their job, they all hate the company, they all hate the boss, they 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 think nothing's fair, they can't get ahead. Guess what? You've got a ceiling now on your professional career because you've got a bad attitude and you're not going anywhere. On the other hand, If the five people that you work with say, hey, friend, I believe this is a great company. I believe that this is a company where we can be promoted. 
I believe that if we serve our company well, if we work hard, if we are faithful, if we, if we show up on time, let me tell you, those are people that can be promoted. Those are people that can move up. You can take this, this scenario to your relationship with God. Look at your friends. Look at your five dominant voices. Who are they? Maybe some of them are Christians. Maybe some of them are casual Christians. If that's even a, a thing, you know, they call themselves Christians, but they don't live like it. They don't talk like it. They don't, nothing about it says Christian at all, except what they say. You hang around people like that, and they're going to pull you down. It's not rocket science, right? You hang around people, though, who make the word of God a priority. You hang around people that are praying people. They're in church. They're using their gifts to make a difference. Guess what? You've got kingdom greatness inside of you because of those that are around you. Praise God. So why, why does this matter? Why does this matter? Because when the right people gathered together for the right reasons. God is there and does the right things. When the right people gather together for the right reasons, God is there and does the right things. Wherever two or more gather together in his name, there he is among them. And I want to show you this through an old uh, a story in the Old Testament. Let me give you the context here. There's three main characters in this story. There's King Saul, there's his son Jonathan, and there's an armor bearer. The, the, the context is, is that the Israelites were oppressed. They just, they just got beat up by the Philistines, and, and now they're, they're hiding. They're hiding under caves. They're scared to death. They're running, and this is our story. 1 Samuel 14 and 1 says this. One day, everybody say one day. One day, the Bible says, Jonathan, the son of Saul, said to the young man bearing his armor, come, let's go over to the Philistine outpost on the other side. But he did not tell his father. The word of God lets us know that. It's interesting that he didn't tell his father, Saul, King Saul. Why? Why didn't he tell him? Why didn't he share this with him? Well, to be real honest with you, they had a very fractured relationship. Some, some of you, you... You, you, you can maybe you connect with that verse, that, that, that scripture. Maybe some of you have a relationship with someone who is like that. In our current age, we would say that King Saul was an absent father. He should have been one of the most dominant voices, but he wasn't. Well, the Bible says that one day, one day, everything changed. Jonathan said, you know what? It might as well be today. I'm sick of where I'm at. I'm sick of doing this. I'm sick of not doing. I, I, I'm going to do something about the Philistines. I'm not going to stay where I'm at. And some of you, that may be your mindset today. You may say, today is the day. I'm getting out of here. I'm going to go to the other side, and I'm going to intentionally seek after the right people, the, the right relationships, because let's be honest. The right relationships rarely, rarely happen by accident. They rarely happen by accident. What happened? What takes it for the right relationships? What has to happen? It takes, there's an investment. It takes sacrifice. It takes time. They, they take commitment, right? And I want to show you just a few thoughts, just a few thoughts about the right people, because when the right people gather again for the right reasons, God is there. 
God is there and God does right things. A couple of thoughts. The first thing about the right people in your life is this. Right people, right relationships help us to navigate obstacles and temptations. They help us to navigate obstacles and temptations. Verse 4 in 1 Samuel 14 says this. It says that Jonathan sets out on each side of the pass that Jonathan intended to cross to reach the Philistine outpost was a cliff. There's a cliff on both sides. One was called Bozes and the other Sinai. Now, it's interesting when you look at those words and you begin to study those words out, the word Bozes, it means slippery. And Sinai means thorny. It, isn't it interesting? It's interesting to me how on the journey to please God, how often we have to navigate the slippery slopes of temptation or the thorny obstacles of our spiritual enemy. Think about this. If, if you don't have the right people in your life as you're moving towards God and what God wants, I promise you, you can be so easily tripped up by temptation. If you don't have the right people in your life, the right relationships, the right connections, I'm telling you how easily, easily it is to be tripped up by temptation. All by ourselves, we do some pretty dumb stuff. Amen? Amen? All by ourselves, we do some pretty dumb stuff. And when the right people are there, guess what the right people can do? They can speak correction. They can speak encouragement. They can speak faith. But when you don't have the right people there, you can lose ground pretty fast on a slippery slope of temptation. The same is true of the obstacles. You run into a challenge. You run into something that you just can't seem like you can get around. Sometimes you just think, you know, I wish there was somebody there to help me. I wish there was somebody there. I don't know what to do. I've never been here before. I've never been down this road before. I've never faced something like this. In fact, there are many of you today that you've got people all around you, but you're in a place where you just need some help. You're in a place where you just, you might be hurting. And even though there are people around you, you still can sometimes feel incredibly lonely. And you just keep thinking, I just said, I wish I had somebody who cared. I wish somebody knew. I'd give anything if somebody would just listen to me. I'd give anything if, some, if I could just talk to somebody. Can I just encourage you, when you're in that, find somebody. Find somebody to talk to. Don't post on Facebook and say, I can't believe this happened. No questions, please. Come, come on. Oh, this happened again. Please, no questions. Somebody asks a question, she's like, DM me. Girl. It's not just girls. It might be. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But if you're in that spot, like, I just need, I just need some advice. I could, you, you ever been in those moments? I just need some advice. I need somebody to steer, help me steer the ship a little bit. I wish someone knew what I was dealing with. I wish somebody could listen to me. Some of you, that's where you are today, and you just wish you had somebody to help you figure it out. What's missing? You're missing the right people in your life because the right people are going to help you navigate through those times. 
Another thing this text can teach us about the right people is that they, they help us to overcome a wavering faith. The right people will help you overcome a wavering faith. Oh, there are so many people that are backslidden that I wish they just knew this. That's the right people, the right relationship can help you with a faith that is wavering. I don't, I don't know about you, but how many of you sometimes you have, there are times when your faith is just at a 10, like it's, it's strong, like you're, you're, you're ready. And then there are other times where your faith isn't quite as strong. Anybody? Anybody? Same here. Same here. That, that, that's all of us. Watch, watch Jonathan as he almost struggles with this. He says this in verse 6. Jonathan said to his young armor bearer, come on, let's, let's, let's go over to the outpost of those uncircumcised guys. Let, let's go over there. In other words, let, let's attack, all right? Let's, let's go get them. And then he says this, perhaps the Lord will act on our behalf. Perhaps. In other words, I'm not quite sure, but perhaps. And then he goes on to say, nothing can hinder the Lord from saving. So what I see here is I see faith, and then I see this uncertainty. Maybe you've done this before. Maybe you've left a service and left an altar, an awesome, about to kick this plant over, left an awesome altar call. And, and you, you get out to your car, you're driving home, you're like, man, God is, God is going to do a work in my life. God is, God is leading me. God's leading our family, I, I think. Throw that little, I think so. You know those people who are afraid of lying, and so they say, I think. They add that, I think. <laughs> I'm not going to look at anybody directly. I know it doesn't. Ah, uh, God has prompted me to do this, I hope. <laughs> I, I hope it was God. And every now and then, every now and then, you just need the right people around you to give you that faith to do what God has put in your heart to do. Many of you, you've got a vision. You, you've got a dream. You've, you've got that, that, that something, yet you haven't had the courage yet to act because you need the right people to stand with you. Here's, here's the heart of this, this thought this morning, and I pray that this will land in your heart. What are the right people? The right people, here's what they are. You know what they are? They're heart and soul. That's what they are. They're heart and soul. The right the right spiritual influences, that's what they are. And I'm not talking about, I'm your Facebook friend. I'm going to change your life. You know, let's do life together. I'm not, I'm not talking about that person. I'm talking about people who are in your life all of the time, heart and soul, every bit of it, because that's what Jonathan's armor bearer was. This is what the Bible says. Jonathan's like, let's go do it, but I'm afraid I think we can, but I'm not sure. Perhaps the Lord can work and do. And the armor says, do all that you have in mind. His armor bearer said, go ahead and I am with you, hearts and soul. 
He's saying, I'm with you heart and soul. Whatever God puts on your heart, Jonathan, I'm going to be there for you. I'm not leaving you. I'm here for the long haul. I'm not going anywhere. I'm with you. When you're afraid, I'll be standing by you. When you don't know what to do, I'll be a sounding board for you. When you're praying, I'm going to pray with you. It's all right. Amen. Cody, throw that verse up there for me. That's what, that's what his armor bearer was saying. First, uh, first Samuel 14, his armor said, do all that is in thine heart. Turn thee, behold, I'm with thee according to thy heart. The NIV, NIV says heart and soul. Do all that is in my and, and And because I don't know about you, but, but when I'm praying for a miracle, I, I don't want to pray alone. I don't want to pray by myself. I want some heart and soul people. I want some heart and soul prayer warriors to lock arms with me, shaking heaven with our faith that is now combined together, pleading with God and asking God and putting it in the hands of the Lord. Because there's something about agreement (laughs) that touches the heart of God. Whenever two or three gather together in his name, that's what I want. I want some heart and soul people. When you, I mean, when you're going through a tough trial, as we all will at some point, maybe you're going through one right now, you need some of these types of people in your life. When, you're, when your kids aren't, aren't living the way that you raised them, they aren't walking the path that you had set before them, and now they're far from God. You don't need some religious, judgmental person coming up and saying, you should have been a better parent. You should have done this, and you should have done that. No, you need someone who's going to say, heart and soul, brother. Heart and soul, say, I'm going to link up with you. I'm going to pray for your lost loved one. I'm go- We're going to pray together through this. We're going to see God take what the enemy meant for evil and use it for good. We're not going to let you fight it all by we're linking up together. If you don't have the right people, I promise you, your potential is vastly limited because the missing ingredient is the right people. I'm telling you, 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 you look at the people around you. If you don't have the right people, friend, you're going in the wrong direction. It is so important. It is so vital. Amen. You need as our music comes, you need a Naomi and a Ruth type of relationship. I love the language of Naomi and and Ruth. Wherever you go, I'll go. Your people will be my people. Nothing will separate us but death. What is that? That's heart and soul people. Now, what's funny about that verse is a lot of people use that verse as a wedding text. What you need to know is that's two ladies talking to each other. I just thought that was kind of funny. (laughs) You just need to know that. Now, I'm sure Brother Rice would not mind using it in your wedding if that's what you asked for. But just so you know, that's that's what it is. Little context, never hurt anybody. In my mind, I think that's just assumed in marriage. Of course, your people are my people. And of course, I mean, wherever you go, I'm going to, right? Well, my wife's like, I'm going to Target. I'm going with you. She's like, oh. Now I got to get what I said I was going to get, right? 
course I'm going. We're one flesh. Of course your people are. It's just assumed, right? What's so much more beautiful is when it's not marriage, but when it's the body of Christ. I'm with you. Wherever you go, I'm going. Heart and soul. I love what Moses, whenever God told him to stand up on the mountain, lift up his arms. And when he did, the Bible says that his his troops advance and would win the battle under Joshua. But whenever his arms got tired and they started to drop and then they start to lose the battle, guess what God did? God sent some heart and soul friends to gather together lift his arms up in the air. My mind, I always think about whenever I first got in church and coming to the altar call and coming just lifting up my hands, praying for the Holy Ghost, and my hands getting so weary, and two people come alongside me and just hold up my hands as I'm seeking after God. I'm telling you, some of you don't have the strength to make it. You feel like you don't have, you're sinking, and you You feel like you can't keep up. You feel like you're falling behind spiritually. You might be flat. You might have walked in here today thinking spiritually I'm just flat. I I can't hold my arms up. What do you need? You need some people in the body of Christ to come alongside you saying, I'll help you. I'll carry you. I will sustain you. You look at the New Testament, what do you see? You see biblical community. They shared the word of God together. And if anyone had a need, you know what they did? They sold something to meet the need, and no one lacked anything. And other people looked on, and they saw this, they saw this group of people. They saw this radical love, thinking, what do they have? What is it about those people? I, I don't understand what they believe, but I like what they have. What do they have? Agreement. They're together, heart and soul. Some people think, you know, man, that that all sounds nice. That, 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 That sounds great. And there are some that feel like they just don't have time for fellowship. They don't have time. They're so busy. Oh, busyness is one of the greatest traps of the enemy too busy. I don't have time. Hear me this morning. You don't have time not to have the right people in your life. You simply don't. You simply do not. You need a place where you can just drop it all and say, I'm hurting. I feel broken. I'm overwhelmed. I'm struggling with this issue. I don't know what to do. And my child, they're just, they're, they're, they're doing whatever, they're, they're, they're lost. And hey, I'm praying about this. What do you think? You need a place like that. You need a spot like that where you can just go pull off the mask and say, this is what I'm dealing with. I need help. Because when you have the right people that are gathered together, for the right reasons, God shows up. And God does what is right. He does right things, and he does all things well. There's a real danger when you are not gathered together. 
there's a real danger when you are not in agreement, when there is not community. Because as we talked about just a few minutes ago, having the right people in your life, yes, they can send you on an upward trajectory, but the same can apply with the wrong crowd, the wrong people, the wrong voices. And that's what happens. The devil knows what to do. He just lures them out of the herd. Just lures them away. Get them by themselves. Get them isolated. Get them where they're just leaning on their own thought and their own ideas and their own uh, ingenuity and their own skill, their own ability. Get them to where they, they feel like it's all on their shoulders, like it's all resting upon them, to them to come through. And he'll surround you with people to speak into your life. That's the wrong group. If the five most dominant voices aren't lifting you closer to God than possibilities, then your possibilities have just been capped. But when the right people are there inspiring you, God's truth and praying for you and lifting you. Two are better than one. If one can put a thousand in flight, two can put 10,000 in flight. Listen, you, and, and so many of us are searching for something. What, whatever it is, if you want stronger finances, get around people who are biblically, how, know how to handle their finances. If you want stronger relationships, get around people with strong relationships. You want to be closer to God? Get around people who are closer to God. And then just work through those issues. When someone hurts you, forgive them. I said when someone hurts you, forgive them. Don't grab your Bible and say, I'm taking my Bible to a different church. Let's be biblical. Let's do what the Bible says. Seriously, forgive them. That's the Bible way. Because whenever two or three gather together in his name, he's in the midst. And I pray, I pray that you would gather with the right people for the right reasons and watch, watch as God does the right thing. Would you stand with me? There's something about agreement. There's something about unity. There's something about a people that are gathered together. Would you bow your head, close your eyes with me? Just want to pray a simple prayer. Father, we love you. God, I pray that you would give us heart and soul relationships. I pray, God, that we would be moved, God. I pray that somebody would just say, this is one day. This is one day. One day Jonathan set out, and one day today 
is that day. Today is the day that I realize that I need to make a change and, and recognize that right relationships aren't going to happen by accident, but I've got to intentionally seek them out. God, you've spoken today, and that God, we want to be moved, and we want to be different, and we, God, we want to be able to minister to others, and I want to, we want to be blessed by others, God. We want to live, God, in biblical community. Come on, just lift up your voice with me and ask God. Would you just kind of think again, who are those dominant voices in your life? If they're not the right people, if they're not the right crowd, I'm not asking you to ignore them. God's not asking you to ignore them. But would you please turn off the voice, not allow them to speak into your life? Come on, this doesn't mean that you're not going to have non-Christian friends. Of course you are. It doesn't mean that you're going to have some people that, that you, are, you aren't ministering to. Of course you are. But I'm talking about your inner circle. I'm talking about the ones that you gather with. Are they heart and soul? Are they for better or for worse? Are they your people or my people? And nothing will separate us from death. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to those that give generously to this ministry. If you would like more information, please visit our website at landmarkapostolicchurch.net. But have a great day and God bless.